0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: And welcome to Come Along With Me, a podcast for fans who finished all 10 seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back through the land of Ooh in an episode-by-episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am KK the Human.
0: And I'm Laura, also the Human.
1: This is Chapter 2.2, The Eyes, boarded by Kent Osborne and Sanvalet Ziaphone. In this episode of Come Along With Me, don't look a gift horse in the eyes. Seriously, just don't. This podcast contains full spoilers for all of Adventure Time. If you haven't finished the series, turn back now.
0: After seven straight days of non-stop adventuring, Finn and Jake return to the tree fort to get some rest. Even though they're extremely tired, they can't sleep. Finn finds the source of his discomfort, a horse with creepy eyes staring at them from outside. The heroes try several non-violent tactics to get rid of the horse. They try luring it with music only to summon a bunch of snakes. They blindfold it. Jake shapeshifts to be huge and places it far away. They dress it up like a bunny and get hawks to come and take it away. Nothing works. Finally fed up, Finn kicks the horse in the bum. Ice King comes tumbling out. After they all scuffle, he reveals he was spying on them to discover the true key to happiness because he's been so miserable. Finn and Jake fall asleep on Ice King. And he guesses that a good night's sleep is the secret. But he's still sad. Oh, boy. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, this is a weird one. I don't... It's a very weird one. It's also weirdly iconic, though. I feel like I see that horse around a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's actually... um based on the Shetland pony in Kate Beaton's webcomic Hark a Vagrant
0: oh my gosh Uh, (laughs) um (laughs) what was so it's been ages since I've read any of the Hark a Vagrant comic Uh, I mean it was obviously at its heyday back in like 2011 or whatever what what was the kind of plot of that particular one
1: I don't know uh but I I the w- wiki told me it was from Hark of Vagrant which is a really delightful comic and I recommend it for anyone who likes web comics
0: oh yeah that, that's a that's a real blast from my past that put a smile on my face so this episode begins with Finn and Jake having been awake for seven days and that's like not funny haha we've been up for so long that's oh my god that is serious way <laughs> to be awake for Finn is a growing boy. He needs his rest. Seriously, I looked up what happens if you've been awake for 72 hours. At that point, you're experiencing illusions, delusions, disordered thinking, and depersonalization. (laughs) So, I mean, if anything, I guess the boys are being surprisingly sane in this episode. Yeah, for real.
1: (laughs) And I mean, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but sometimes you're so tired you can't sleep.
0: Yeah, that has. So my great theory is there are different types of being tired. Okay. Yeah. So I think there's physical tiredness, which I feel is what we mostly refer to when we say we're tired. Like your body just wants to sleep. Uh, And that can be i find i find you experience that most after you've had like a physically exhausting day in some way like you've been out and about and then i think there's mentally tired which is like when you've spent your entire day doing taxes or looking at spreadsheets and then i think there's also emotionally tired which is like you know that can be good or bad you've just had a lot of emotions in a day and i find the times i have have the most difficulty sleeping is when i'm tired in one of those ways but not the other two mm. so yeah some, that makes sense yeah some part of my body wants to sleep but something else is like no I, you know, my body feels great I want to go for a run or my mind's really focused on thinking about something so it's like no I want to keep thinking about this thing not going to sleep
1: now Laura we both think running is evil so I don't know that why that was your go to reference
0: I don't know KK <laughs> <laughs> I do sometimes, like, it's not exactly restless leg syndrome, though I guess that runs in my family because my dad has that. But, like, I don't know, my body just sort of wants to stretch at night, and it's very annoying.
1: Uh, I think it's worth listing off all the things they did when they were adventuring. Uh, They rescued Slime Princess from a ghost ship vortex. They slayed a fire dragon. They went to Lumpy Space Princess's quinceanera.
0: Is she a Spanish? by the
1: way? I guess so. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's a cool fact about LSP. Uh, they helped Peppermint Butler with his goblin problem, where he says, I swear I found him like this. Which, knowing what we know about Pep Butt now, he definitely I, I,
0: didn't. I just, I'm not sure if they meant it to be a one off. Like, did they know when they made this, like, this is going to be the cornerstone of this character's personality?
1: Maybe it's a chicken and egg situation.
0: Mm-hmm. And what was next?
1: Uh, they rescued Wildberry Princess from the Ice King, they captured that bandito, they saved that house, and they fed that duck, which I, is really funny to end on.
0: But they fed that duck bread. Oh, you're not supposed to do that, right? No, you're meant to feed them seeds of some sort. Mm, seeds okay, are great. PSA
1: listeners, don't feed ducks bread.
0: No, it's not great for them. It's like if you fed your child nothing but potato chips. I'm sure they'll be happy about it, but it probably won't help. <laughs>
1: I just really love the backgrounds on the show, man. Their room is so pleasant and cool.
0: I love their room. It's simultaneously very busy and very cozy. Like, you just get the sense that they've accumulated so many neat things from just adventuring in life, and I'd love to just kind of curl up there for a nap. Make a little Finn burrito. I was going to say, one of my notes here is Finn looks like a coffee bean in his sleeping bag. <laughs> or an elongated american football
1: okay i can see
0: that maybe more like a rugby ball mm, yeah maybe so i ice king has a brief cameo in the beginning which obviously foreshadows the end and he shouts i just want to be happy and it makes me sad <laughs> it's sad it is sad i i it helps that it's early
1: i ice king and you know they didn't have these like plans for him at least for me but it 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 does the
0: opposite for me to be quite frank (laughs) i just elaborate i just like yeah i know the writers don't know but i still know and he's so pathetic and he doesn't even have a lifeline or any hope and uh, i don't know i just i just want him to be happy and i know he does eventually get that but it's so sad Simon's in there somewhere. Exactly, and he's miserable, and he doesn't deserve this.
1: Again, probably not intentional foreshadowing, but it is cute to see Finn trying to be diplomatic and nonviolent, which is sort of his whole arc by the mm-hmm. end of it.
0: That, and even in the beginning, you know, he wasn't about mindless violence for the sake of it. Like, as far as he knows, this is just some horse, you know? I feel like it would be a bad look if the protagonist was the type of person who just likes to beat up innocent animals. <laughs> True that. Uh, does Jake definitely says, let's kill the horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've discussed that Jake. Jake's lucky he has Finn in his life. I feel like uh, the world might have become quite a dark place if he, if he didn't.
1: Yeah, that's definitely his moral laziness. He's not even like that aggressive he just wants to go to sleep so the easiest
0: solution is to kill the horse (laughs) also i know this is partly because it's a television show and watching people sleep is boring and also the episodes are 11 minutes but they say like why can't we sleep after five seconds (laughs) like geez do some breathing
1: (laughs) i mean the whole sequence where they're trying to figure out how to get rid of the horse is very good i like when um jake is playing m- music for some reason he pronounces it beethoven and
0: what's well, muzart Muzz- so here's my comment they do this shows that a they do remember some stuff from the pre-mushroom war which is actually kind of impressive considering they didn't even understand what movies were really but obviously like pronunciations have shifted right sure like how we sat now call Hercules Hercules, even though he was probably Heracles, right?
1: Well, and Re- I thought Latin Roman mythology he was Hercules, and Greek he's Heracles.
0: Was it that? Hmm.
1: But I mean, that's a shift itself from Greek to Latin. So
0: yeah, exactly. So like, it doesn't. I guess I'm impressed that he even knew classical music from that many centuries ago. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah some of the art gets very chibi in this episode doesn't it how so like just you know kind of short and squashed like i noticed like it wasn't like cutaways which i feel is how cartoons these days tend to sometimes get some chibbiness in just like the characters look kind of chibi in otherwise normal scenes
1: do you want to explain what chibi is for anyone who doesn't know
0: oh geez how do i even describe that like it's just short and squat and big eyes and kind of a focus on cuteness Though, I've never really found chibi articute, that That's just my personal preference. Yeah, I'm neutral. I'm neutral and chibi. Chibi neutral.
1: Chibi neutral. I'm Switzerland <laughs> Switzerland chibi.
0: <laughs> the Switzerland of chibbiness. Um, I want to shout out the sentence, whacked out poo brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's got poo brain. <laughs> it just, it's so immature. It loops back around to being hilarious.
1: I the hawks attacking Finn and Jake is very good when they lure the hawks to take the horse away, but instead they attack Finn and Jake.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the the thing didn't make any sense in the first place. Hawks don't eat horses, guys. Well, but they dress them up like a bunny. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> to get the hawks to chase. To get... <laughs> Still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> So we get some uh, some information, some lore information on the deepest question in this episode. Is Jake a nudist? Is Jake a nudist? He says he <laughs> sleeps in the nude. <laughs> this, it, this goes all the way to the top. Is he a nudist <laughs> or not? I don't know. It's none of your business how nude I sleep. <laughs> and I mean, he sleeps in the same room as his brother. So I'm not sure how that all works out.
1: I mean, I guess they're just, I guess if you're Finn, you have to be comfy with dog nudity. In I guess,
0: general. yeah, you probably did have to get pretty used to dog nudity in general, so. <laughs>
1: <sighs> I do think this is a. I like you said, it is a little bit iconic in some ways, but like, it's just a weird, you know, you. I think you can make the argument that it came from The Night of Sears, one of the best episodes in the series, mm-hmm. so it's just a weird follow-up. It's a lot like, trouble in lumpy space coming after
0: slumber party panic just like they they don't match up i don't know like i obviously wasn't a kid when i watched this but this really feels like the type of episode of a show i would watch as a kid and then like 10 years later be like did i dream that episode (laughs) (laughs) the episode where they're being spied on by a horse like it just it has very dreamlike quality to it fittingly enough i too would like to
1: marry my bed
0: a lot of the time that's fair um i think just like a small wedding uh you know (laughs) not many people just family just family yeah a a quiet ceremony (laughs) (laughs) and then afterwards everybody just has a nap oh perfect yeah it would be beautiful all the food of course would be food that you can easily eat on your mattress without getting it messy i would invite my couch hmm do you think the couch gets jealous of bed nah the couch is my mistress
1: bed is my wife
0: okay i mean it, it... <laughs> got you, a little off as run. long we as everybody's consenting in this relationship i'm fine <laughs> yeah of course
1: okay great very happy polyamorous uh situation they say oh my god at a point which is our first hint at mo- there being more than glob
0: do you think it was deliberate do you think they were just looking for different weird things to say do you think they just forgot what they used the last time <laughs>
1: i think that they're they're you know they're looking for that linguistic like phonetic is that the word i'm looking for phonetic sounds to sound the same glob and grod and then they took those for the future actual gob glod garb grod we can never remember (laughs) nope nope but i think they took that for the future uh mars episodes yeah which yeah. Comes
0: surprisingly late, I feel, into the series for something that feels like such a key piece of the lore. Yeah, I'm excited to get to Mars. I'm excited to go to Mars, too. So when Ice King first falls out of the of the horse costume, he says "gentleman" in a way that makes him sound just like Spy from Team Fortress 2. <laughs> I'm not familiar. You know... In so many ways, our media consumption is very similar. And then sometimes you'll bring something up like not even knowing what Team Fortress 2 is. And I remember (laughs) how very different people we are. (laughs) It's um, a video game from like 2008, like a a class based shooter, um, which is was extremely popular and honestly continues to be surprising. Like it's it's still running. You can still play it. It still has servers up and running. It's aged a little, as you can imagine, in the the past 10 years. But it was particularly famous uh, because of its sense of humor. And like it just there's a spy character who just is like the most comedic version of a French spy who backstabs you and is a coward. And uh, the voice acting was impeccable. It was beautiful.
1: I always like it when you tell me about video games, Laura.
0: Oh, well. I, I can ramble about it a lot, so you know, I don't need much prompting. Cool. Is there anything else you wanted to say about this very
1: weird, whacked out Pooh brain episode?
0: Uh, the music direction was pretty good. Yeah. Like, I, like it. I find Adventure Time's background scores are rarely like something you really notice. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't like. Th- there are other shows like Steven Universe where I feel like the the score is really obvious in of itself. This. Adventure Time score often feels like it's just, you know, it's like a wall. It's quietly there in the background doing what it has to do. Mm -hmm. And also, a sleep schedule is vital for mental health. Get eight hours of sleep every night, kids.
1: (laughs) So, Laura, do you have any media recs for us today?
0: (laughs) Well, I spent a while trying to think of horse media and spy media And also any stories about sleep and came up completely blank. So I've decided to take this off in a completely different tangent. Go on. All right. KK, you like role playing, correct? I do. And you like movies. Yes? I do. Would you like podcasts as well? I, well, I'm, jury's out. No, just kidding. I love podcasts. (laughs) Uh, Then I would recommend the podcast, The Film Reroll. Uh, It is an actual play podcast. Uh, using i believe a version of the powered by the apocalypse system which is what things like monster of the week are run on and
1: mm-hmm. it's a bit
0: of a homebrew because they re-roll movies oh that's but, fun yeah so they'll you know they'll uh, have the dungeon master who's doing all the nbcs well you know a rotating cast of of players depending on how many main characters they can reasonably fit will come in and be like uh, you're playing Woody and Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story or, you know, uh, Doc and Marty in Back to the Future. And it's just extremely funny and charming to see where things go because uh, it's decided by the dice. So it's not necessarily going to pan out the same way as it did originally.
1: That's delightful.
0: Yeah, I really recently got into it because I'd seen a post uh, on social media suggesting one of their episodes which was pitched to the players as like a hidden gem 80s sex comedy movie where they're like okay you're none of you have seen this which is really great because we need you to have keep secrets from each other as you accomplish relationship goals like you know get your boyfriend to say uh, he loves you and things like that what they didn't know was it was actually friday the 13th (laughs) So you have all the characters being like, all right, so my goal is to sleep with X number of people and trying to like get into the pants of some girl while ignoring like all the really creepy stuff happening in the background, like the obviously creepy child. That's great. They also have re-rolled the Elements miniseries of Adventure Time. Oh, fun! Yeah, so uh, definitely want to suggest that if you're looking for some podcasts.
1: Thank you for joining KK and Laura the Humans on Come Along with Me. Email us at AdventureTimePod at gmail.com with any questions or comments. You can follow us on Twitter at Come Along with Me, where the last E is a three, and Instagram, Tumblr, TikTok, and Facebook at AdventureTimePod. Now come on, grab your friends, and go to very distant lands. <laughs>